0: Is Amanda, and this is Chris, and, and this, this is, is Vocal Perspective. How's the new house? It's good. A few more boxes to unpack, and then I've got to paint our room. But Charlie finished my closet, so it's all Alpha Princessed. All of the stuff is now finally out of the old house. It only took three weeks. We. When do you move Charlie's dad in? Saturday. We want the new couch, but I think we're gonna get a dining room table first because nice. we. We have places to sit. We don't have a place to eat dinner. Yeah, so. you
1: guys actually cooked. It's kind of weird and kind of rare. So I feel like if any family <laughs> should have like a place to sit down and eat, it's yours. Also, yeah. all doing this while celebrating birthdays. I know Charlie's yeah. is today. Yours is tomorrow? No. Next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. I can't ever remember. We are,
0: we are nine days apart. so I have
1: so many different people in January. And that's right. You're the
0: 19th. I'm the 31st. January birthdays are the best birthdays. They are great. We should intro ourselves and then just keep talking. What episode is this? 99? Are we on 99? I think it's 99.
1: Oh my gosh. I can't remember the last time we recorded for this show. What's the name of our podcast again, Amanda? Does anybody remember? (laughs) Like who we are? Like does any... Are they out We
0: do. Welcome to Vocal Perspective, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm pretty sure this is episode 99. If not, we're just going to roll with it. Woo! Because we took our nice long holiday break. (laughs) And we were so busy we have so I much time went by. Yeah. And we have so much like, to talk we, about now. We should now. record a new episode. <laughs> right. It's a good thing.
1: We've been so busy because now we have a lot of talk a lot.
0: We have a lot to talk about. <laughs> yes, oh. we do. So, Chris, and we've that. been through a lot since our last recording. Yes. When so was that? You have to. We'll I don't know. It was, it, it was back in November, I think, or late October, because we recorded a whole bunch at once. And that's then right. We got were ready for our holiday break.
1: Yeah, we were anticipating our first caroling gig of the year, which was on November the 6th. If you can believe it November the
0: sixth i'm now calling I...
1: it christmas ween or hello Christ- <laughs> or hallowmas i'm not sure which one christmas I... or hallowmas one of the two because it was us in full victorian garb following santa and mrs claus while being joined by some of the avengers and some of the justice league as well and elsa as elsa and anna so <laughs> it was pure chaos. But I have to say, I was like, let's get the show on the road because there's no telling when COVID's going to try to shut us down. And I have to say, COVID did not shut us down. It did it, not shut us it, down. It we only canceled some challenges. Two.
0: Two gigs. Only two events got canceled. And that was because they were indoor and people were going to be eating and Omicron was already raging. Yeah. So
1: And we have still had a lot of gigs left. So it does tell you that you have to preserve sometimes. And there's times where you have to protect your singers because if right. you don't, you won't have any singers for the rest of your gigs. <laughs> it's, not that you're, it's not that you're trying to be uncaring to their health. But at that point, you're like, your there is health a lot is to so balance. important. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: there's a lot to balance. And to be honest, so Chris and I are part of and I own Clear Harmony's Carolers. We've been doing this for over 10 years. If you want to go back, we could have a whole episode of the history of how the Carolers got started and our whole journey. However, current day, we have 40 Carolers and we had about 80 gigs this season. And like Chris said, we started on November 6th, which was crazy. When I got that call, I was like, so December 6th. And they're like, no, 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 November 6th. And I was like, all right, you know what? We haven't sung in a million years. We will start Christmas in June if you would like. That's fine. But we mandated vaccines all of our carolers were vaccinated everyone always had the option of wearing a mask indoor outdoor didn't matter a lot of our clients requested it and by the time omicron started raging i had to mandate it indoor outdoor didn't matter that was a really quick we went from it was it yeah, was it's totally fine let's just sing outside we're good and then you know there was it was like what was encouraging it? Like people to Friday? share their, yeah
1: encouraging people to share their comfort level with each other you know we all love you <laughs> no judgments if, <laughs> if you feel comfortable with us being we'll mask up like everybody was on board to go either way and it was very quickly like not a choice we all feel most comfortable and it was really across the board and that's the one thing i wanted to say about our awesome group is if you look at the 40 singers we literally had i say 1 to 2 max scares across the entire uh, yep. season and none of mm-hmm. them actually infiltrated the rest of the group they were isolated cases that somehow magically Yeah, we had super two, spreader events.
0: Two so. official cases total for the season we had we did have four carolers end up yep. with covid but I think two were after they were done caroling. One caught covid before they even came to yep. carol and tested positive like the day before their first event and so we didn't catch any covid at caroling no, and no. we didn't spread it amongst ourselves, which is great because like I said, we have 40 singers and we sing in a different combination of voices every night. So one case could have ended up taking down the entire business. And I think that's important because I know many,
1: many listeners out there are dealing with different sizes of groups, different participation levels of groups. Some are professionals, some are hobbyists, some are community-based and the responsibility each individual singer was so important not only for my physical health but for my mental health for me it was just knowing that the other three people that I sing with were going to be as caring and responsible as I was you know money is tight especially for performers I'm fortunate that I have a spouse who has another job but for many people this was a huge income time for them to be able to actually get back out and perform and do something that they really enjoyed but also make some money and you had to weigh those choices sometimes you had to say yeah. oh is this little tickle in my throat something right. and right now during Omicron it everything is like the, yeah. the tiniest little twitch in your eye <laughs> you might want to go <laughs> right because Maybe. I know people who are just randomly testing and they're positive and they had no idea right. and then they're like and oh I actually feel a little bit
0: weird yeah but it was also a testament to yes everyone was super careful and I don't think anyone got any of the ones that did get COVID or were exposed were being irresponsible this is just a crazy strain now that I, don't <laughs> I know, know people what who it are does. barely
1: leaving their homes and they're getting it. And I'm like, what's happening? The people who should play the lottery tomorrow kind of odds, like haven't gone anywhere in two weeks, went to the grocery store at nine o'clock at night. And there were three of us in the store and I came home three days. I had COVID. And
0: yet like one of our members that got COVID, I sang with them. They tested negative on a Tuesday and then tested positive on Wednesday morning. I had sung with them indoors for three hours on that Monday and the other three of us did not get COVID. And you know, a lot of it was sucking it up. We started the season with a use your comfort, level if the client mandates it wear the mask if it's outdoors totally fine indoors please consider the circumstances to one day it was like okay indoors all masked to the next day I was like nope all masked and you know, please disclose symptoms. Please disclose, <laughs> and exposures. to the point that we're not even
1: going to do gigs that are indoors. Like it moved to that level.
0: We had to do a lot of negotiating. Like we did have to cancel the two because they were going to be eating and they wanted us to sing at tables, and I didn't even feel comfortable sending just with our protection with masks. And we offered, you know, look, we'll sing outside. We'll sing as they come in. And that was a long time client. They just said, you know what, we'll just skip it this year. We'll go back next year. It'll be fine. I'd yep. rather you all not have caught COVID three days before Christmas. But then we had, you know. Other clients that adjusted when we offered were like, okay, we don't want to sing next to somebody that's eating. And they let us sing out in the atrium, masked. And, you know, we sucked it up. We put on those KN95s. And you know what? No one complained that they couldn't hear us. No, we even, we had a gig, Amanda and I both
1: did. And it was in a nursing home facility, which was really, it was more of a rehab facility for people who are like recovering from a surgical or, you know, accident or things like that. Just a a rehabilitation center. And they let us come in and we were masked. And this woman just said,
0: oh my gosh, I can still see you smiling from see you the room. enjoying was, yourself
1: from across the room. She was
0: physically the farthest one mm-hmm. away from us and she yeah. stopped. We we had started a song and she stopped us and said, I can see that you're smiling. And that made it all worth it. Like I yeah. knew you were standing right next to me and I knew that was just like, you know what, like, that's, that's why it. we're still doing
1: this. Or people that come up and still want to get their pictures taken with you. You know, you think about it. You're like, oh, I'm in my mask. But to be honest, we'll look back on this time and we'll see how incredibly resilient we were. Because
0: And it, we would sing for hours on un- un- Mics hours with mm-hmm. masks on sometimes with mics and you know some and it was a warm season this year we had a couple of really cold days but there were days when it was just like a jungle inside our KN95s we were all my sweating gosh. inside I masks. I went through like
1: four my first enchant <laughs> I went through like four masks it was just so much but there was never a complaint. I, you know, I had these like nightmares that food would be thrown
0: at us or like people would be like, That's
1: horrible. Don't <laughs> take let those masks off. you know, yeah, um, I thought people
0: would fire really us from shows or tell us not to or, or insist that we take our masks off. And you know, everyone was respectful, which I never felt any level of
1: pushback. And so I, I think the reason I bring that up is if you're looking to do a gig, but you're afraid that somebody's going to tell you no, because you want to be cautious, like just put your own comfort first. And make sure your intention is good and lay out your parameters. And people are very willing to respect those.
0: And if you're worried about, you know, a muffled sound or anything like that, try out different masks before you go. Because depending on the the part of the season we were in, there were a few early in the season indoors that I wore my cloth mask because it was cuter. It had like my holiday patterns and sparkles and stuff on it. And then by the end of the season, I wouldn't do anything without my KN95. They have these 3D KN95s now where they kind of come out and then they have
1: another layer of fabric. I forget what they, they call it. Something special. It's a special shape. But I found that those worked really well. I found it was, it's basically considered a disposable singer's mask. It's the right. same shape as one of those singer's masks made out of the disposable material. Not as platypus Yeah,
0: the muffled sound is negligible. And if you find a mask that you're not inhaling the cloth, which I hope you have, because it's the same for talking at this point. And that's when people ask, oh, what singer's mask did you use? And I'm like, I wear the same mask when I sing. I do have a singer's mask and it's fine, but I have a tiny Face and I feel like I'm drowning in the singers' masks. It's true, but I wear the same masks that I wear for talking or everyday stuff, and it works just fine. We did lament; we're like, "Oh my gosh, it's so warm and moist inside these masks." I mean, um, if you, but you we guys, were can't, also you guys for can't see four it, four am, hours, I'm still four recovering. Hours. I just have oh masks. yeah, my ch- my, my, my mask knee is severe, <laughs> and I haven't yep. worn makeup. Need to like, come back! <laughs> I haven't
1: worn makeup for like two weeks because I'm just
0: trying so hard to heal my skin. Me, um, same um, here. I was like, "Oh, oh, that that's mm-hmm. a problem." them. However, the the trade-off for that is I didn't I only had to do my eye makeup for the second half of the season because I, True. there was no point in doing yeah. my lower face it's, again it, it was
1: insanity so I mean I think this leads me to some questions that I, I have been rolling around in my head I being a professional director outside of being a performer I also direct a church choir direct a men's barbershop chorus I'm out there and we yeah. actually my and men's and I'm chorus, in a church
0: choir and yeah. I am in a barbershop chorus so. and you run sound at a church and
1: so it's mm-hmm. like you know It's very much a... I don't want to say just sound. You do all production. Anyway, I don't want (laughs) to diminish what you do.
0: I run the space station, really. This is one. But I
1: think the question being is that we talked about, Amanda, like we had two strong leaders at the helm saying this is what it's going to be. But I know you were getting information from all directions. You're getting information from science. You're getting information from your singers saying, I can and will and won't do this. Mm -hmm. You're getting the gig saying, I need you to do this, but minimum this, but you know, like where do we as directors and singers, you know, where do we come together and find this? Because I'll be honest, if you ask everybody's opinion, you're never going to come to a common ground. No, it's
0: never the same one. But you know what, what it came down to for me when I made all of the decisions and those decisions changed throughout the season. We had an eight-week season this year, which was insane, and it was crazy to watch the spectrum that we followed. But what it came down to me is, at the end of the day, and I know that Omicron is not as, as deadly as previous variants, would I want that on my conscious that someone contracted this virus on my watch and died? And the answer is emphatically no to that. And so for me, it was whatever that person's comfort level is, that's the standard. Like whoever's the most conservative comfort level, that was the standard. And yeah watching the science it was like okay and that's
1: not to say that conversations weren't had that that's not saying that that person was allowed to draw a line in the sand there were questions being asked There's there right. was definitely conversation being had and sometimes you're just dealing with people's fear or you're dealing with people's lack of knowledge but that's right. not always the case sometimes I have people come up to me and they just give me this whole spiel and they give me their elevator pitch on why I don't need to be wearing a mask why they don't work why, yeah, why and I'm they, like there's two levels can and, I yeah. wear one Every day at work outside of this, I'm an orthodontist assistant and I wear it every day and I, and I wore it every day prior to COVID when I did this job as well. So, And I would never go into a hospital and ask my doctor to just not wear a mask while he did my right. surgery. It doesn't right. make sense. And so today with Omicron, it doesn't make sense for me to be in a public place Where a lot of air particles are, and not take some level of protection. I understand that it's not perfect. And I understand that my eyeballs are still exposed and I can get Omicron through my eyeballs. I get that. But I also know that most of my breathing and most of my germ spreading, my germ spreading. Yeah is through my mouth. So guess what? I got vaccinated and boosted. So my eyeballs are protected, but I'm wearing the mask so I can protect you. Right.
0: And you addressed it. Some people had a very high level of fear. And I saw I wouldn't say any of our singers were cavalier about it. But no. there was definitely some that were way less afraid and some that had barely left their house and were doing this just because they knew their soul needed it. And, you know, ultimately, some of them stepped down mid season because they said, No, my nerves can't handle it. And as and a boss, so- you
1: could have been really,
0: really pissed off. You you could have been really bad. Yeah, I could have been but you but know what who am I not... and also I started my internship for counseling this week so like right. that would be would, really, really terrible really, of me really bad <laughs> but I mean to not I, validate what they were feeling
1: <laughs> I'm not the boss and I would often tell Amanda Thank you. I'm not the boss. But like I (laughs) would sit here and be like, oh, my gosh, I can't even imagine what she's wrestling with because I have a volunteer choir, a couple of them. Some are paid, some are non. And and I struggle because I want to be flexible just as I'm asking my participants to be flexible. But there does come a time where somebody has to make the call. And somebody yeah. has to remind others that it's not just about them. And I think no, most people and, you know, most people are on that same page, but
0: it's hard. It doesn't because, make it suck any less. Like no, our church, sucks you know, hard. three days before Christmas Eve. We have one of the largest congregations in this area in the in the country for UUs. And we had decided to make Christmas Eve a thing. We had been doing, you know, scaled back services in person. We were going to do our Christmas Eve pageant with the kids outside, even though it was 14 degrees, it didn't matter. It was one and, of those cold spells. <laughs> right. And then four days before Christmas, they said, you know what? everything's canceled. We're going to do our Christmas Eve online. But with four days, we didn't have time to record new music. We didn't have time to really adjust. So a lot of it was just recycled last year, Christmas Eve. And didn't that suck? I, as a church musician for the last over a decade, I didn't know what to do with myself on Christmas Eve because I had not put myself up for caroling because that is a church night for me. My husband and I and my son, we were like, we don't know what to do. We're usually at church on Christmas Eve. And we had just moved into our house and we're like, Okay, Chinese food it is. We're going to have a Jewish Christmas Eve, I I think. And people were sad, however. And then they were like, let's do one more full week of virtual. Everyone's on vacation anyway. It's fine. And then immediately they didn't change course. They dug in. My church is closed until February. We're doing everything. No closed. No rehearsals. No preaching from the pulpit and and broadcasting to home. home. We're just doing
1: it from home. Broadcast it from home.
0: It sucks. It Mm -hmm. sucks. However... Again, the church won't be responsible for someone dying of COVID. No. And at the end of the day, like. We actually, four, three or four of our leadership team was down with COVID and or
1: contact, close contact, same home, Yeah, you know. So, no, you can't blame anybody for that. I just want to make sure everybody knows that you're not alone when you swing from one side to the other. There's some days where I'm like, forget it. I'm boosted. I'm vaxxed. I'm going to just go out. I'm not going to wear a mask. And if I'm going to get Omicron, I'm going to get it. And then I'm like, I stop. And I'm like, it's not about me. It's the same thing about when you're a director or you're running a group a cappella. you're running any kind of group. And you're like, I'm just going to do this song because I want to. And then you're like, it's not about me. I mean, there's so many ways to look at this and try to parallel it with other aspects of your life that will hopefully make you more at peace because i think what drives us to the other end of the spectrum where the effort end of the spectrum where i that's what i look <laughs> at it like is just your inability to deal to yep. see the peace because
0: oh yeah i mean both you and i were both boosted back in october and i know there was that glorious month or so <laughs> where it was just like i'm free i'm free i'm done i'm out i there's no mask. I'm going to go to holiday parties and then... I'm going to sing them like right back, right back at this. And
1: it makes sense. All the people who are out there saying that herd immunity is going to be awesome. And then there's some people like, you know, really, we should be careful. I'm like, yeah, like there's all... I get it. Like I see all of the sides, but in the end... There's usually one director or maybe a couple, maybe a board, if you're lucky, they're going to make the decisions for you.
0: Yep. And um, sometimes you have to be on that board and it sucks. It sucks. It sucks. I'm on the and- board for my barbershop chorus for the, for Bellanova. Mm-hmm. And you know what? At this point, we've just decided it's an open conversation. So we were supposed to rehearse in person this past weekend. And I sent an email about four or five days before. And I said, ladies, what do we think? You know, we've been rehearsing in person. We put our masks on when we went back inside. Most of our rehearsals had been outside until they got cold. And, you know, a couple people were like, I'm still comfortable coming in masks. That's fine. And then the overwhelming majority was like, you know what? Do we need to be together? Maybe we just wait this wave out and we do a a virtual Yeah, and and
1: they are actually, you know, amongst my singing friends and singing directors, I'm hearing a lot of chat about how maybe this will just be a a January, February flu, COVID season, and we might come out on the other side. That being said, we also are just now boosting some of our youngest population, and that's going to be a huge help. By the time we get to march to just think that it's been two years and we now are finally able to vaccinate almost everybody. almost
0: everyone i'm sorry to everyone that has a, a tiny tiny little one right now i oh that's so f- from a her perspective
1: if you're really looking at it from our woman's perspective here that is one viewpoint that i have no idea what it feels like and i am terrified for my friends and family members and even people i don't know who are trying to right. go through this with such joy and such grace and to bring a life into the world in general is very very hard emotionally and and physically and then to put a deadly virus on top of it when you and then you get all these people telling you oh well kids are fine kids are fine kids are fine yeah. it's like s- <laughs> thanks i'm s- thank you you know but i mean
0: yeah and it's like are, you're a parent do you remember those first couple days because I remember my son was like hours old and they put him on his side and I was like why did you do that and they're like because he's a c-section baby and he might need to expel fluids so we don't want him to drown and I was like so for the next you know six months of his life I thought my son was going to drown in his own spit I mean imagine having a virus that people don't really even know anything about
1: that's the other thing like we were given so much information about the viruses that were around us
0: COVID is We're we're getting all of our information as it comes, right? And everyone's like, "Oh, the kids are fine," and I'm like, "But what about 20 years from now? Like, the kid might be fine, and what happens to them 20 years from now if there's damage that we don't even notice? There's no reason to shame a parent for doing the best they can to protect their child from it. And I'm sure there's people out there seeing that Super Mario Brothers. That's super difficult trying to avoid Delta and Omicron, and that's what I feel like because I haven't had COVID yet, and you haven't had COVID yet, and it's like I just had my first scare. I've been on quarantine and yeah but like these parents trying to protect these little ones i
1: don't blame you one bit all at the same time trying to keep whatever this sense of normal we always say that word normal I don't even know if normal is a thing normal to me is what you make it normal is your midline oh and Nor- people
0: now mm. i'm thinking about all these people that are like oh we're scaring the crap out of our kids for no reason and i'm like no we're teaching them to care about each other yes, We're teaching them to take care it. of themselves we're teaching them to create their own boundaries i think there's a lot of healthy lessons that are going to come out are. of this for kids there
1: are and yes is it, this a difficult time but yeah
0: they're going to be telling their great great grandkids about this i hope so <laughs> and
1: <laughs> economically does it suck yep you're looking at a small business owner who's trying to get a degree and move and take care of her father-in-law and yeah it's a stressful time right now and then on top of it it really sucked this year when you could kind of see where people were prioritizing business and like healthcare and teachers weren't prioritized at the top (laughs) and that really was like even crappy teacher salaries you would always hear the majority of people be like man they deserve better Yep. Not in the last couple of years. We haven't been feeling that our teachers or first responders really need much of anything. To us. So bad for them. I mean, Ugh, and I hate it you too. and I
0: both live in some of the best public school systems in the country. The best. And I still see the teachers here just ready to walk any day. Did you see them. that
1: scary graphic from Pennsylvania that one of our former Bella sisters posted talking about Pennsylvania new teacher rate. Like something back in 2010 or 11, Pennsylvania had 21,000 new teachers. Last year, it was under 6,000.
0: Yeah. I mean, I worked for several years as a guest artist in a public school system here. And I loved it. And I'd taken a year off and I had intended to go back. And then I took another year off because I couldn't risk being forced to go back into the classroom. And at this point now, it's been so long, like I don't know if I'll ever go back to doing that. And I loved doing that. It was working with students that wanted to go into art full time as a career and it it was an after school was an extended day program and i loved it covid made me give it up and now watching all of these things happen i don't know if i could ever go back i got out
1: before covid and i've many times said you know i think i was meant to be a teacher but i kind of saw this writing on the wall before it actually happened. And it just was COVID that sent it over the edge. Nobody I takes just think, yeah. what teachers and do. I I, know, I kind of was slumping te- teachers and first responders. To be honest with you, teachers just by themselves, it's not even measurable, the amount of weight and the things that they sign off on and they, they sign up for, they don't unknowingly is completely ridiculous. And no Person in their right mind would do some of the things and put up with many of the things that educators today do. And I am floored and frankly quite surprised that we have not just seen a massive I mean it's still it's happening. I think it's because we are fortunate enough that the people who are teachers are the awesomeless.
0: Yeah they're there um, because that's what they want to be doing with their time. That's what they wanted to be doing with their life. And there's this all this argument of do the schools go back to virtual? Our entire county there's over two hundred schools in our school district. And we were told at five percent positivity that the schools would go to virtual. Well that was eleven schools on the first day back from Christmas break, from holiday break and then the next day it was 126 schools and the school district walked that right back and you know as a parent I have to sit here and do I send my kid to school he's 12 he's been good I know it would devastate him if I pulled him out and everyone wasn't pulled out. Like there would be this additional level of devastation. But again, we have to think about our health. And so we compromised. He is not to take his mask off at school at lunchtime. He used to take it off for 10, 15 minutes to eat. Now he literally, he pulls it away from his face to put food in his face and puts it back on. He's okay. I'm lucky. I have a responsible kid. Could you imagine my, you know, my My listeners wouldn't be that way, right? But imagine your kid knowing that he's the one that brought it home. And my kid, he has a mom that I have a condition that I could still get pretty sick uh-huh. if it hit me the wrong way. And he's about to have his step-grandfather move in, who is elderly. Could you imagine the the guilt if no. he brought it home from school? And so there's just so many factors that go into all of these decisions. And I think right now, the grander scheme of things like the government and are making economic decisions. We're no longer thinking about what's best for everybody. It's what's best for business and that's hard. That's hard. It's
1: really hard because, and it's, again, I say I get it because I don't want to see anybody struggle, but I also would gladly take on that struggle to save one life. Yep.
0: Do you know what I yep. mean? Like I would gladly struggle a little bit or even a lot a bit. For a and random- we did. We're, we gave up performing for two years. We've done very little, Chris. You and I were seeing each other singing, you know, multiple times a week and we've given that up and it just seems like a waste to like give up now exactly (laughs) what did we do all of that for if we're just going to be like "Mm, if it everyone's just going to get it anyway and some days i do truly feel that way i'm like you know what i'm resigned i'm gonna get it i'm gonna get it and i hope that by that point i'm immune enough that my body reacts well but that's (sighs) getting
1: it amanda in a way that you can't avoid getting it that's right. not getting it and get it over with,
0: right? Yeah. Like, I mean, this isn't the you know, 1980s where we rub children against each other to give them chicken pox. Like, we know better now. We know better now. We know so that you don't do have better. to get the chicken pox
1: to survive. And I right. keep feeling like we're getting put into these two categories of you get vaccinated to live or you get immune, like you have herd immunity. Right. Like, there's this weird, like, you can't be somebody who vaccinates and be somebody who wants to do things to get life moving.
0: Right. And you know, they going back to like, the music, like can midwinter, the first big barbershop convention is happening this week. And I wanted to go. I miss it. I wanted to go. I miss my friends. I miss singing. I miss tagging until three in the morning. I mean, that was the last big event we went to was midwinter. <laughs> it was, you and I it was. in, in And All those pictures pop back up. And I just... But none of it still feel, felt worth it. No, no. Um, I just kudos to them for putting it on and yeah. trying to do it as. And it was planned before this last wave. But so was many required And they're vaccinations and just, Right. And you ugh. know, you can only do things and go with your majority.
1: So if that's where their majority lies, then I say you go with your majority, right? Because in the end, if you don't go with your majority, if your organization tries to fight the majority, you will fail no matter what. That's the whole point of organizations is the majority is going to win. Right. Then, and that's the whole point of having a board. So the majority right. doesn't win out. Right. Well, in the end, when it comes to events that require people to show up. The majority's opinions are going to count, yeah. right? And you know, um, we're and seeing if you, organizations
0: yeah. like take different paths. Yeah, and if VHS, you have enough, Sweet Adelines, Harmony Inc, Casa, everyone's doing a different thing, and it's what's right for them or what they hope. I, and is I right have for them. to,
1: ass- and yeah, and I have to assume that they're going with the majority. At least in our organ- organization, that's how I feel. I don't feel like they're ignoring membership. I don't feel like they're just saying, we're going to do whatever we want because we want to do it. And so I hope for the best for everybody. And I do think it comes a time where you know what's safe, where you are. You know, my course is, my men's barbershop course is very small. It's very easy for us to spread out and wear masks. Could you imagine being a part of a course that has like 150 guys? Yeah, walking into like a Westminster
0: rehearsal right Right? now. Like, I mean,
1: you literally are looking at a super spreader one rehearsal. Like, can you imagine what what their whole meeting up and they're like, what are we doing this week? Like, are we, you know... Do we let half the chorus come like A through Z, B or A through H? You know, like I'm thankful that I haven't had to deal with that. I, have, right. I don't even have more than 30 people to deal with. But... and I'm
0: grateful that we are in a community that is run by people that do have everyone's best interest in mind yeah. is trying to get us back to some kind of singing. Because, you know, honestly, thinking back on the last two months of caroling, I needed it I, emotionally, spiritually. I needed that. I needed to see you all. I needed yeah. to sing. I needed to make music. I needed to bring joy to other people by seeing, because that is who I am
1: It was kind of um, cool to see people like realize it was live music for the first time yeah. I didn't know that that would be a thing but people would walk by and they're like you could just see the light bulb go like oh music is coming out of their bodies like I didn't know people, people did people that being, anymore being, making, that. Yeah. making that I didn't know people sing anymore I didn't know speaking yeah. of singing and I have to share a little bit of my mom pride here the school systems are even keeping up and they're doing some of their all-county chorus events and you know they said at this time they'll be masked and they're really trying really hard to give students what they've been given in the past but I think there's some beauty and in ingenuity and in that they're coming to new ways to reach students it's going to look a lot different than when we were in school. But my own son came home 10 years old, fifth grader, and he was prepared to turn in his form first, you know, so I'm really excited. He's (laughs) auditioning for All County Chorus. And, and honestly, music is not dead folks. I did get nervous because I was like, but then I'm like, no, this is why we've been taking this journey. And that's why we haven't given up yet is so that these events can still happen. It's so easy to say no. In some ways, it's really easy to say, yes, you can do things. And it's really easy to say, no, I'm not going to do it. So just remember how easy it is to say yes and feel really scared. Find your norm.
0: Find what works for you. Yeah. I mean, my son has gone back to karate, but he's been back in karate for a while. But, you know, one of the interesting things that our local school districts did, and my son is more into the arts at school than athletics, and when Omicron spiked... They canceled all of the non-athletic events. And yet all of the big surges and outbreaks have been on athletic teams. Mm-hmm. So here, my kid doesn't get to go to theater practice because there's a spike. And yet the basketball team is in each other's faces. Like, I just hope when people are making decisions that they're, That's they're right. acknowledging mm-hmm. their biases. We do have them. And there were times during the season where someone came to me and said, I think I've been exposed. I have no symptoms. And it was going to be real hard for me to fill that spot that night and there was moments where I'm like, I need you to go anyway is what I wanted to come out of my mouth and we didn't really have to do that this year. And it was was it stressful on me? Did my singers feel terrible about having to drop out those few times? Yes, all of the yes, however, I had to acknowledge my biases and i hope when people are making these decisions they are acknowledging theirs because yeah my kid can't sit in a room and practice for a play but they can play basket they can go to swim meets where they can't even wear their masks come on that's i think where people are starting to get frustrated it's like well we can yes. do this but we but why and I, I it's just i'm so glad that choruses and you know people are realizing put masks on these kids and it's And that's why in the end, I'm not worried about the arts because
1: it's full of just really smart people, very intelligent, but not just from a logic standpoint, but from an emotional standpoint, they realize arts can't be gone forever. But they also realize that we can be promoters of doing it safely. It doesn't have to be all or nothing.
0: And, you know, everyone that was like, ooh, like the arts are just going to die. Like no one's going to go back to shows. We had more caroling events this year than we did in 2019. And 2019 was by far and away the most successful season for our company. So 2021 beat that. So yeah. most successful and season yet. Tickets to go see Music Man in New York are still $900. So <laughs> stuff's going fine. Not saying all artists are fine because they're so not. Just keep your life, keep your life going. Keep keep um, yourself alive and the music will come back. And we just need you to these... stay around for it. Yeah.
1: We need right. you to be around for the music. We need not wake up and see who's left. We need to just take care of everyone who's here and support them and still being here in the end i definitely yeah. am not- i mean it
0: was nice to get that preview music is going to come back people are going to appreciate it even more i think and bellanova rehearsed for six or seven months and we did great everything was great and now we just said you know what this is what we need to do we don't know how long it's going to be but it's not going to be as long this time it's part of that new normal That everybody wants so bad. You know, like I said,
1: build your normal. Like your normal is when everybody is on board and it feels good what you're choosing to do at that moment.
0: And if that means taking a break and being on Zoom. Yep. And I have to say, we had the same amount of people on Zoom that we had the first couple weeks before everyone hated it. Because you know what? There's an end in sight. There is light. We don't know when we're getting there. We don't know how many times we're going to have to do this flip-flopping. But we see it now. And people were excited to be there. And they were excited to rehearse. Even though, you know, we might not see each other for another month, two months, hopefully not three months. Yeah. Well, I wish everybody just the most prosperous new year
1: in whatever that way looks for you. I just really hope that in 2022, we are more creative and more connected than we were before because we've found healthier ways to connect. We've found healthier ways in lots of aspects of our lives. I think we've all found healthier ways to balance our lives. And to realize that, oh, maybe we actually did have a little bit more that we could give. It wasn't that we weren't that stressed out. We weren't that (laughs) we didn't have that much on our plates. We want more. We want it back. And so just keep that in mind and stay healthy and love harder.
0: Please do. So we've got a lot ahead of us too for the show. This Woo-hoo. is episode 99. Like we said at the beginning, big episode 100. It's a milestone. We can't even tell you who the guest is because we still haven't sorted that out. But don't no. worry, we will. We'll find one. But we've got a long list. We you know, we've refreshed that infamous list of people that we want to talk to. And I'm excited to hear how people are adapting and getting back out there. And you know, several of our past guests, careers upended because of COVID and even recently. But I think I'm looking forward to this year being able to talk to people about things that are not COVID, that are (laughs) like the Phoenix, that the rising of the Phoenix, I think is what we're gonna be hearing from our guests this year. And I am so looking forward to it. And for us too, we are singers. We started a quartet, like what, five minutes before COVID hit. And one of these days we will sing together. (laughs) One of
1: these days in the same
0: room. It'll be great, but you know what? We've taken the last two years to bond. We have an amazing text thread and we do amazing, weird, silly things. And every time I get a text from one of you, I think it's going to be awesome when we all get to be together and sing and, and do the thing that brought us together because we waited for it. We, we earned it. It's going to feel we so really much did. better.
1: We really did. We really did. Oh, man. Did well, all said? of
0: you out there, if you haven't gotten COVID yet or if you have, stay healthy, but keep fighting that good fight. What was the meme about that we feel like we're behind the thinning lines of dodgeball at this point, if you haven't gotten it yet? It's
1: like the the herd's been, we've been playing
0: for two years and nobody sees us in the back. I'm just going to keep hiding back here, but (laughs) hopefully you've all found your good hiding spot and we will see you next Tuesday.
1: See you next Tuesday.